on 89.9 The Light. You're in conversation with Clayton, and it is wonderful to be able to have a chat to a man who has started up recently, Akira Grateful. We're going to hear a bit more about that and why that is so important. Priantha Joseph joins me. G'day, Priantha. Hi, Clayton. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, look, I'm doing well, and it, it's wonderful to hear your story. We, we're going to hear about uh, this new sort of line that you've put out at Akira Grateful, and we don't often talk about a, a line of products on this radio uh, show, but uh, we've got a very specific reason we want to do that a, a bit later on. Uh, it starts so many years ago uh, for you. Uh, you were born in Sri Lanka, is that correct? Yeah, that's right, yes. I was born in Sri Lanka, and, uh, and it, I came to... Yeah, yeah. I came to uh, came to Australia in nineteen sort of eighty six. Yeah, and the the time before you came uh, in nineteen eighty six was a, a really tumultuous time in uh, Sri Lanka, wasn't it? Can you can you take us through what was happening and and what was going on and and really paint that picture for us? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, before that, there was always a, a sort of racial tension in Sri Lanka, and uh, in nineteen eighty three, it sort of you know how broke. Uh, massive racial riots in Colombo, uh, which was called the uh, Black July. And that sort of triggered a lot more um, terrorist sort of activities be- between Tamils and the, and the militants. And, and that sort of ignited a lot around the, around the islands. Uh, and the war sort of began after that. And it sort of went for about you know 26 years. Yeah. And it, I think it ended in uh, May 2009. Yeah. So it, it was a, it was a very difficult time for us. Uh, we we basically lost all our uh, possessions, uh, even the house as well, and and we were in a refugee camp. Um, yeah, it was it was a very terrible time for us. Yeah. Um, so it it yeah it sort of broke the whole island apart between the Sinhalese and the Tamil. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, Priyanka, you, you said you know you lost your house, literally been set on fire as well, right? It certainly has, yeah, yeah. We house just got burnt out, so we lost all our positions, you know, clothes and things like that, and and we had to sort of you know, run into a um, sort of a camp on the um, wings at a, at a airport, basically, and that you know we spent about two or three days there, and we were lucky enough. My parents had another house in the east of the country, um, so we were able to go there. Shift. I was in. You know, maybe in primary school. So I had to shift with my brother to another school in the east. And when we went to the east, the north and the east uh, was pretty much uh, terrorist mm-hmm. at that time. So that sort of, you know, ignited everything um, and, and just continued for many, many years. And uh, we were lucky enough to sort of you know, get that visa as refugees to come to Australia. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about the, the, the journey out and uh, and sort of the build from that. Uh, but a little bit more just around that time. I think, you know, for many of us, we, we understand a bit about this civil war that occurred in Sri Lanka. We know it went on for ages, uh, all that sort of thing, but perhaps we didn't truly understand the, the impact of what it was for, for people like yourself. Could you uh, paint for us, even when you moved to the east of Sri Lanka there, that you said it was sort of this, you know, breeding ground for, for tourism uh, in that regards. What what did you go through? I mean, was it was it mostly peaceful for you as a young kid in those instances and it was all around you? Or um, we were, was it the fact that, you know, actually what was happening, um, you know, you were having to, you know, escape sort of constantly day in, day out through various things? Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, I was only probably about 10 years old, I think. Um, and my brother would have been about 15 at that time. But um, it literally you were in um, sort of you know, fear of uh, persecution 
or kidnapping uh, by the te- uh, Tamil terrorists because what they were looking for young boys to start you know, joining their um, terrorist movement uh, to help them to fight the militants. So, uh, or you are afraid of the military forces as well at the same time because they think you know all boys are terrorists uh, at that time, especially in in the north and the east. Um, so, you know, every time you know the the military forces come into the houses to check for young boys, you know, my mother will say, oh, go underneath the bed and hide." Um, you know, so that they won't, you know, see who you are. And, and even when you're, on, you know, walking on the streets, we always found that, you know, there was a lot of tension. Um, so um, it, it was really a terrible time for young boys to be in that area at that time. Um, so, yeah, it was yeah. It, it was one of those things, you know. Um, now, maybe the, the answer to this question was you could, you could process it at the time and maybe it's been later, but... Um, do you know what yeah. what that that fear, I suppose, and that tension did to you internally, Priyantha? It, did it did it um, make you question, I suppose, um, you know, your your identity, who you were, those sorts of things? Did it just add a, a stress of it? it? Do you know what I suppose that period of time has done to to who you are? Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's probably given me um, more of a determination um, uh, to succeed in life. I think, um, and also. That fear, there's always that fear is there. Um, so it, it, it's never been upfront. Um, I haven't faced it as yet, but it's on. It's the back of my head all the time of what happened. So I, I just got that picture of you know, um, house burning and we're, you know driving through those streets and all the houses and all the um, shop fronts are burning and and being in the a refugee camp and then going into the east and and with all the you know, terrorist bombs and and fighting and shooting in the middle of the night so i suppose it, it's 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 sort of within me uh, but i haven't sort of you know spoken out as much <clears throat> but but coming to australia i sort of you know thought in a way of how can i sort of better myself and and uh, and sort of i worked in in environments where you know it's given me more uh, sort of you know uh, challenges and and, and try and do the best I can so that I don't have to force on those negative things and try and force on positive things that I can, you know, help myself to heal. Yeah. Um, so it's, 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 been, it's been a great journey. Yeah. We're going to be back in just a couple of moments' time with Priyantha Joseph as he talks a bit more about that coming to Australia. Uh, I think you were about 11 at that time or a bit, a bit after that. Was that right, Priyantha? How yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. I, I think I was about, um, um, might have been about, yeah, about a no, about 13, I think, 13. when I came to Australia. There you go. So what does it mean for a 13-year-old to have gone through all of what this was um, and to see all of what occurred and to live in that fear and then come to Australia, such a foreign country? Uh, we're going to hear more of Priyantha's story next here on 89.9 The Light. In conversation with Clayton. On 89.9 The Light, you're in conversation with Clayton and we're talking about a topic that perhaps we might have heard of in the news if we've live and brought up in Australia and this is the Sri Lankan civil war and we know it went for I think it was 26 years we talked about a bit earlier on Priyantha Joseph is my guest this evening and we are talking about the fact that he lived through that as the civil war commenced uh, he was hiding under the bed to uh, not be taken by the terrorists Uh, he was living in this constant state of fear and then at the age of 13 his family uh, did get a visa to come out to Australia. And as we were going to pick up this story uh, again, Priyantha, um, I imagine there would be a, a mix 
of uh, relief to get away from what was going on, but immense sadness to be leaving, leaving your, your, your home country. What were you actually feeling as you came out to Australia at the age of 13? Oh, well, um, I think that might be the first time we actually uh, flew um, on the plane over here. So it, it was a new country, um, new environment. I think it was 1986, I think, uh, when we sort of you know came down to um, Australia. Um, we were lucky enough, you know, my mother is at cousins in, in Melbourne. So we were able to sort of, you know, they were able to sponsor us under the refugee status, but but it, it, it was completely different. You know, we we came in July. I think it might have been winter time. So we're not used to that type of temperature. You know, Sri Lanka is all uh, very warm and and uh, tropical. Yeah. So uh, I suppose we had to get used to that first, uh, rather than you know new lifestyle, um, a new way of living. But uh, but it, it was quite challenging at that time for us. Yeah. Um, you know, my uh, grandparents, uh, refugees during the, the war and, and came out and, you know, travelled around various camps in, in um, the various parts of Australia and outback Australia before coming to, to a city. Right. And it's a, it's a rich heritage as much as it's a, a painful moment uh, during that. It, it, do you look back at your family at those first sort of months and years here in Australia as that sort of richness or was it just difficult? No, I don't think it was. It was more of that um, richness. It's more of that difficulty of of you know settling into a, a new sort of environment, new lifestyle. Um, like even even when I started the school, it, it was completely different because you are used to your language, mm. and and starting all over in a in an English language of everything and trying to learn that. Um, I'm not very fluent. Uh, my English even even now I struggle. But you know after you know thirty odd years being in Australia, but but. Those are the challenges, I suppose, I, I had to face personally. Um, but but as as sort of you know the months go on, the years go on, you sort of you know uh, become part of that culture, yeah. and, and and you become Australia. And, and and to me now, Australia is like my country. I suppose you know you, you don't you don't forget who you are. Your culture is very important to you. Um, yeah. And I got plenty of plenty of family in Sri Lanka. Yeah. Um, but but Australia is is who you are now. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, it's, it's so great that you know we had that opportunity and and Australia sort of opened up the door for us. Um, and and we'll always be very grateful for that. Yeah. Um. Since then, we're going to sort of fast forward those decades to now. Uh, Priyantha, you've got married. You've got three beautiful children. You've started a yeah. successful business in the the cosmetic industry as well. And um, of more recent times, just in the past year, you've actually started a, a, a different brand. And as we sort of said at the start of our conversation, we don't often talk about brands of products on this this show. That's sort of not the, the idea of it. But there's something very unique about this. It's called Akira Grateful. Could you talk through about how you actually started this and, and, and why it was so important for you? Yeah, definitely. I think it was uh, 2003 uh, when I decided, I told my wife that we're going to start a, a business at home, which was... Uh, which was my uh, packing business, cosmetic packing business. And, and that sort of took out, and it's nearly 18 years now. And uh, in the last three years, I was sort of you know, working out how can I repay to the community because of the opportunities that I have got. So I came up with Akira, which is obviously uh, stands for the family, which is um, Alicia, Keith, Ingrid, Rajkumar, and Ashlyn. So it's the whole family and grateful. So it's a grateful for family. Um, so it's literally giving back 
to some of the um, charities that I I sort of uh, help out, uh, but also um, you know um, it is following those words as well in the products which are love, beauty, courage, kindness, hope, and light. So those were the elements of um, what I thought that helped us over the years uh, when we came to Australia, uh, and following that sort of in a concept of uh, giving back. Um, so that that's where the the brand sort of uh, engaged and started up. Yeah. So so just if you missed that, because we we did have um, Priyantha's phone just just crackle at one point there. That those the names uh, represent you know the the word itself uh, Akira has a, a letter from each person's name in the family, but it's also uh, in Priyanthi's, uh, in Priyanthi's native language, meaning to have graceful strength, which is just wonderful as well. And and I'm Certainly. led to believe 100% of the profits are actually going to go to various charities. So it is, in that sense, um, you know, very much all about just a, a, as much as you can help other people through that as well. It certainly is. That's what it is. That's what it stands for. So 100% of the profit goes to um, a couple of those charities that we are facing. Uh, we are helping out, uh, CC Foundation and uh, Sister Works. But also, we hopefully, we'll have enough of funds to do other projects in Melbourne, um, in the areas of homelessness, um, or even cataract surgery in Nepal. Uh, so we're hoping, you know, it, it'll develop in a in few years' time into a, into a sort of, you know, uh, decent business. Yeah. Um, Priyantha, it's been wonderful just hearing some of your story. I, I think so often here in Australia, especially, you know, we are isolated from the world in many different ways, and there's some fantastic aspects of that uh, where we can just be who we are. But at times, we just hear of something that happens in the world. So thank you for talking through what it meant uh, for the Sri Lankan Civil War from your perspective. Um, you know, and and I know that the country is still in many ways recovering from that after it's, uh, you know, the the horror of what occurred over many, many years. Thanks for just giving us a bit of an understanding. We are so grateful to see uh, that you are finding yourself in a situation where you feel like you can now give back in a huge way as well with the skills that you have. Uh, Thanks so much for taking the time and having a chat with us today. Thank you very much for that. Priyantha Joseph is my guest here on 89.9 The Light.